This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. From the ArmeniaProud.com studios. Genazit Hayed. This is a Toast to Armenia with Jono Kabinjian. A comprehensive look at the Armenian culture, only on lineupmedia.fm. Genazit, genazit, pai Luis Inchpesek, my friends. We've got another fine show here with Armenia Proud. Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. Well, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are because I'm doing fine too. Uh, this show, Brian, I don't think I got anyone going, but but Anush comes through here. Anush delivers again. Anush delivers, and uh, she delivered Vikan Yakubian. Yes, yes, and uh, it's he's part of Yakubian Hobbs Winery. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be very interesting, and I hope you guys all enjoy it. And before I get to that, though, a little news, a little news. Armenia's parliament chose Armen Sarkisian, age 64, as Armenia's new president. So God bless, and I hope uh, President Sarkisian uh, governs with love for the people and for the best interest of Armenia as well. Does he want to be on a podcast? I would love to get <laughs> Armenia's president. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me make we'll some work calls. That, will you? <laughs> but you know what? Uh Javon, Javon messaged me yes. and said that uh he's working some angles to get yeah. someone very big. Eh, he could possibly be on our show. But I'm not gonna mention any names, but uh Yeah, we don't want to drop I, names yeah, yet. Yeah, before, yeah, before I've always gotten screwed concrete, on that. Yeah. yeah. So uh we, we we don't make promises we can't deliver. Yeah. So we're not gonna do that, but we're very excited about our future here. We got many guests lined up and uh I tell you what, folks, uh your love for the show, we're seeing it by the numbers and we are very encouraged by everyone partaking in it. So you guys uh definitely enjoy it and mm-hmm. we like to deliver it. Yep. It's a Armenian podcast, yeah, done in English. So, without further ado, let's get Anush's big interview here with Vikan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another uh, segment on the Armenia Proud, uh, the wine segment with Anush. Uh, today, I have a very exciting guest, uh, Mr. Yakubian, and he's going to tell us all about their project and. Um, Tell us more about what's going on. He just arrived from Armenia, right? Yes, um, about a week ago. A week ago. Welcome. Yeah. I mean, you live here? I live in Los Angeles, yes. Okay. Uh, I've lived here for 40-some years now. I was born in Lebanon. Okay. Uh, but my work is in Armenia in the last intensely in the last several years. So, um, so many questions, uh, but... Tell us about this wine that we uh, I'm looking at and we're going to taste in a moment, all about it, and at the same time, um, you know, your work, why were you in Armenia? Is it all wine-related? Is it not all wine-related? You know, the this almost happened, uh, I, I, I don't want to say by coincidence, mm-hmm. but I have always loved wine uh, throughout my life, and uh, that... Uh, love, I think, came uh, from my father, mm-hmm. who was uh, French-educated. I mean, he lived in France for a while, and he I had a great love for wine. Uh, while I was growing up in uh, Lebanon, and uh, as uh, you might know, Lebanon has a very sophisticated wine culture. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's been under uh, French. French rule yes, yeah. uh, for many, many years, yeah. it was. So it has developed a, a really good uh, tradition in winemaking. So as I grew up, we used to go to the wineries there with my father. In France or Lebanon? In Lebanon. In Lebanon. Uh, to pick up his, his uh, winter stash of wine. Okay. And I, might, I, I was probably six, seven years old and just uh, hanging out with him in that process. Mm-hmm. And that really mesmerized me. It kind of imprinted on me this... Uh, very romantic mm-hmm. and uh, kind of mysterious 
uh, <laughs> feeling uh, about going into the caves actually yeah. and picking up the wines uh, from different wineries, the whites and the reds. So that's been a love of mine. Okay. Uh, so that's really the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we came to the U.S., I was uh, 12 years old. Okay. Um, obviously, I couldn't buy wine at that age, but maybe I, taste a little at uh, home. Yeah, I ferociously <laughs> read about it. I, okay. I continuously yeah. read it. Was my outside of school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that uh, almost exclusively for a long time. Wow. Uh, and then after uh, I was 21, I started collecting wine. Um, started with French wines, uh, very, very, I mean, uh, inexpensive wines because I didn't have any money then. So fourth, fifth growth uh, Bordeaux usually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, as, as uh, I was more and more established uh, mm-hmm. and had more money to spare. I started really uh, Going doing into the, the second, sellers. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, at uh, some point, I kind of transitioned from French to California because mm-hmm. I'm really interested in local products, as I was in Lebanon with Absolutely. the olive oil and the yeah. wine and the cheese. Same here. But, but your background, so even though all the interest and fascination and the selling you are not a winemaker by I'm, education. I'm what not is a your, winemaker. So I, what is I, have, your a bachelor's, uh, uh-huh. I have a bachelor's in political science, okay. which I did at UCLA. Then I kind of shifted my focus, and I did a master's in uh, psychology mm-hmm. uh, at Loyola Marymount, and then after that, a PhD in psychology from USC. Wow. Uh, so I'm a... Um, uh, I'm a licensed psychotherapist, a marriage family therapist. I've been a school principal uh, for about 16 years. Uh, And uh, after 2009, uh, this project became my main uh, focus in terms of work as well. But I still teach at Woodbury University. I'm an adjunct professor of psychology. So... Uh, while I'm here in Los Angeles, I teach, and then I go back to, to the wine project in Armenia. So for those, so, so the label is called Jakubian and Hobbs. So Jakubian is your last name. And Hobbs, for the listeners who are not familiar, who mm. is Hobbs? Oh. Yeah, so uh, Hobbs is really uh, the star on the label. It's... Uh, it's not uh, Jakubian, really, and Hobbes uh, is Paul Hobbes. Okay, and, uh, and who Paul is Paul Hobbes he? is uh, one of the foremost winemakers in the world. Uh, I think it was in 2013 that Forbes magazine named him the Steve Jobs of uh, winemaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a tremendous background and pedigree, and uh, he started uh, at uh, Robert Mondavi, uh, first vintage of uh, op- Opus, Opus One. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the winemaking team. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he moved to Simi uh, as a winemaker. I hope I'm doing justice uh, uh, to his background. But uh, I think in a very fascinating way, he ended up in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And uh, he worked with the Catenas there. Okay. And really, Paul was instrumental, if not the most important person, in making Argentinian Malbec what Uh, it is today. Yeah, and Uh, Catenas are one of the the uh, major players in the Argentinian. And when he went, the Catenas were really uh, working with uh, other European varieties, Mm -hmm. uh, with Cabs and Chardonnay and so on. And while there, Paul, like... um, Almost secretly on the side, he mm-hmm. made a barrel of Malbec. Malbec. They uh-huh. had a lot of Malbec, but it did not have that reputation that it does today. Yeah. And it turned out to be fantastic. Yeah. And he was able to convince them to kind of shift the focus to Malbec. To and then the rest is history. It became uh, a very important uh, wine, and Argentina, therefore, a great region, and yep. now Paul has his own uh, label for a while for in Argentina, Vina Cobos, 
which makes one of the best wines uh, in the world. In the world, I would yeah. say. And then, of course, Paul Hobbs uh, wines the label, yeah. in Sebastopol here mm-hmm. in Sonoma, uh, and uh, he's he regularly. Uh, gets so how did you how do you know him how did you meet him how did yeah. he show an interest in coming to Armenia and finding a, establishing a joint label and <laughs> doing this project like how did that yeah, happen uh, uh, see that maybe that part is a little coincidental although I don't believe in coincidences I think there was like a existential kind of a narrative behind mm-hmm. all of it uh, that somehow came together uh, but, you know, as I said, I was uh, a wine, I became a wine collector, and I was very much into uh, California wines mm-hmm. uh, for a while. And I think it was back in uh, maybe 2003 or 2004, um, I was out at dinner, and we had mm-hmm. a bottle of his... Uh, Pinot Noir, okay. uh, Cuvée Agustina, I believe it was yeah. a 2001 Cuvée Agustina uh, Pinot Noir, and I loved it. I mean, I mm-hmm. didn't know yeah. uh, his wines, or I hadn't tasted them yet, and I loved it. I mean, it was really, it had that California fruit forwardness, but tremendous balance. Sonoma? Sonoma, yeah. Sonoma Carneros, it was Carneros uh, or Sonoma, it's, or uh, Sonoma. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think it was Carneros, and mm-hmm. um, it had tremendous balance. Although mm-hmm. the alcohol, as California wines are, was uh, pretty high, so it was. It, it reminded me of a of a great Burgundy, to be mm-hmm. honest. Absolutely. So when I came home. I was maybe half uh, tipsy. Yeah, uh, so that happens I, when you uh, drink wine. Yeah, so after midnight, <laughs> I just opened my email, mm-hmm. and I, uh, j- in the moment, mm-hmm. I wrote an email, which was, I think, uh, in hindsight, it was a little poetic, too. Okay. Uh, you okay. know, and singing the praises of this bottle. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I sent it to the general mailbox of the winery. I said, okay. I just had this. And I just want to let you know that I'm in a in an amazing uh, ethereal place, and uh, uh, you know I had to share it with someone. Yeah. So lo and behold, next morning when I was checking my emails, Paul himself, himself? had oh, replied personally. How fantastic! That's wonderful. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he had told me that Cuvier uh, Agustina, Agustina is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will let her know as well, uh, you know, your accolades and so on. And uh, friendship uh, struck started. from that point. That's uh, wonderful. So we started discussions. I told him about my love of wine and my background mm-hmm. in Lebanon uh, with the wine culture and all of that. And Paul was very interested. You yeah. know, Paul is a very uh, international uh, person. He's, he's, uh, he's a scientist mm-hmm. and he's an excavator and he's, a, uh, you know, uh, so he was very much interested. Uh, we had some lands in the Armavir region. My brother okay. did. Uh, so I told him, why don't you come over and look at Armenia? Okay. He said, I would love to do that. So, and so he came. on his way from Europe, uh-huh. uh, you know, he makes Malbec in Cahors. I uh, see, in France, Latican. yeah. So the French yeah. are also. Yeah. Uh, so he he came to Armenia. Mm-hmm. We we looked at our uh, parcels, which he, he loved, but Armavir was too hot for the... Yeah, that's this, uh, this what I was going to ask, like... Where, uh, where do you have the winery located, yeah. and where yeah. is it? Is it in um, Yereknazo? Is it? It's in Yereknazo region. It's, yeah. uh, the, so we did not like use the lands that you have. The yeah. Climate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we scoured the entire country. We mm-hmm. went to Ichevan, which is, by the way, uh, a very interesting region. Mm-hmm. We bought some lands there, but we did not continue it. We had difficulties. Uh, with the logistics, but it I was see. a good area of Pinot Noir uh-huh. uh, in the north. Yeah. Uh, and then in the south, as we went to the Areni region and Yereknazo, Paul's eyes kind of widened and he liked it very much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the elevation is exciting. It's uh, We're at almost 1,400 meters, yeah. which is like tremendously 
high. High. And uh, which, which um, again, sorry to interrupt you, no but problem. for the listeners, what does the altitude and elevation do to the wine? You know, I, I mean, in in uh, it does many things, but interestingly, the way the grapes evolve mm-hmm. and the ripening process mm-hmm. uh, really uh, is uh, is much more. Um, uh, conducive okay. to uh, to deeper layers. So the slow ripening, the slow ripening versus the heavy the heat, heat from exactly. the valley I mean, floor. I mean, compare, be... uh, for instance, Fresno mm-hmm. uh, versus Napa, Napa Valley. Yeah. So the 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 physiological mm-hmm. maturation yeah. uh, of the grape versus the sugar content. Yeah. Uh, the balance is there. That's the that's really the key. Important. I mean, the, yeah. the most challenging thing is the sh- is the sugar really. Yeah. When the sugar is very high, and how it gets at that point mm-hmm. versus the physiological yep. maturation of the fruit itself, uh, that is what uh, the balance. That's what makes the uh, that's wine. That's what makes the balance yeah. really. Yeah. So when you're in high altitude, mm-hmm. the physiological maturation and the sugar content are much more in uh, in sync. In There's sync. much more... Uh, it's a consonant process, yeah. if you will. Uh, so the dissonance is not so much as yeah. you would in a very hot region, such as Armavir, mm-hmm. which would go above 40. And, then uh, when and the you, can, you can make decent wine, but our program, our, and, and yeah. uh, when I say our, because Vision, that's yeah. how Paul uh, operates. He wouldn't make wine that lacks quality. So we yeah. were quality-driven, low production. We took our time. We started in 2018. The first vintage, which was the 2014, came out. No, you started uh, in 2000. We started, two, I mean, we went to Armenia first in 2008. 2008, not 18. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I said 18, yeah. yeah. 2008. Eight. So we were just, like, uh, working for about seven, eight years. Okay. Uh, before uh, we made the first one. So quality was very important. Important, absolutely. So we like that elevation. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. I mean, Armenia is beautiful. How uh, big is your spot? The village is Aravnatsor. Aravnatsor village, okay. We're in Aravnatsor, which is almost next to Rind. Uh, I mean, there are a few villages that produce Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of good grapes in that area. Uh, It's a relatively small a parcel were about uh, 18 hectares, okay. uh, which is around 40 acres. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we will expand a bit uh, if we find the right uh, land uh, in the right parcel in the same area. We planted our uh, grapes. Mm-hmm. And what are the varietals? Is it all our varieties? Initially, no, it was all European varieties, oh. which we brought from California. Okay. So all all the cuttings were from uh, Napa. Napa. Okay. So we and and because we don't know how those varietals are going to uh, perform to perform mm-hmm. uh, in in that land in okay. that terroir, as yeah. I said. Uh, so we wanted to try uh, many different varieties. Why so, not? Uh-huh. So from uh, Pinot, we have Pinot Noir, Cabernet okay. Sauvignon. Uh, we have uh, Cap Franc. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a Petit little Syrah. Petit Verdot. Petit Verdot. Uh, we have Syrah. Mm-hmm. Not not Petit Syrah. We have Syrah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little Chardonnay. And I little, was going to say uh, white. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc. We have Blanc. A Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc. That's how we start. Mm-hmm. No so, Semillon. Uh, no Semillon. Mm-hmm. But as uh, as the vines are growing, it's yeah. like they're in their third year now. Okay. At yeah. some point, I told, uh, I, I said to Paul, you know what, Paul, we need to make wine. Mm-hmm. He said, I agree. Yeah. He said, let's try. I yeah. said, let's try with the local variety. Let's see how it comes out. Okay. And then we'll go from And there. did you plant also the local varietal? Well, I'll, I'll the... come to that okay. in a second. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I'm, I... I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm, uh, hopefully I'm not getting too boring. With no, this, absolutely uh, not. So, I think it's very interesting so to we, learn. So we found a couple of existing vineyards that we loved. Okay. Uh, primarily in Rind. Uh-huh. And uh, we negotiated with the farmer. We took over 
the vineyard itself and vineyard the, management, uh, management pruning, and pruning. Yeah. although although the vineyard is already there so you're limited in some ways mm-hmm. but we radically uh, not radically but we did the pruning I and know the management, what you mean. Uh, <laughs> throughout yeah. uh, the season mm-hmm. and then we used those grapes uh, okay. we sourced those grapes and we made a batch this was the 2014 and mm-hmm. we loved it Okay. We just loved it. And Is we that said, what you have here? That's what we have. Here. Okay. Well, I can't so wait to try it. So we put it in a bottle. So uh-huh. what was important about that is that uh, it was the local varietal, number yeah. one. Number two, we loved it, obviously. Mm-hmm. We have a white, but unfortunately, it's completely sold out. I don't even, I don't have I think one. I have seen it briefly in the store. Was it a Vosque Vaz? No. Vosque Vaz varietal. Vosque Hat. Vosque Hat. It's not sorry. It uh, the 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 uh, white is a blend of four grapes. It's fifty mm-hmm. percent Voskehat. Voskehat. Uh-huh. Then you have Garantemak, which mm-hmm. is like sheep's tail. Yeah, literally that's yeah. what I mean. And then you have Kurdi Jagat, which we oh, call it Kurdi. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Khatun. Khatun Kharchi. Khatuni. Yeah. We call mm-hmm. it Khatuni. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a blend of these four grapes. And, okay. And it turned out to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a small batch okay uh, and we're sold that i i only have one bottle uh, at home mm. so i didn't bring it <laughs> okay <laughs> because, maybe next because time because <laughs> i'm going to have that and uh, a lot of restaurants that initially we went to love them uh, so we made that white as well okay and that's how we came to the market now the second important part of that is that arini became the star or the the the, the uh, indigenous varietals became the star. Yeah. And here in the U.S., the sommeliers, and mm-hmm. who a lot of them are my friends over the years. I at the consumer end. Yeah. Uh, they love they love the not only the narrative, the story, the history. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But also the taste. And taste. It's, it's very. So now uh, we planted a lot of arini. Uh, we planted uh, on our vineyards. Yeah. Uh, so we planted Areni, Voskehat, uh, Garantamak, Khatun, yeah. uh, all of it. Mm-hmm. So we have white and red. So I think our program is going to be indigenous. Okay. We might use the European. I was going to say, what happened blending, to the European? For, no, we'll use for, okay. uh, for blending purposes mm-hmm. or as, a, as part of uh, the ultimate portfolio. That would be uh, interesting, as, yeah. As they do in Argentina, for yeah. instance. They are now back in uh, Also, maybe the more they grow, the more they develop and age those European vines, uh, naturally they will change and uh, evolve in their flavors, and maybe they will take some of the taste and flavor of the local land and then have their own specific. Just like a, um, a Merlot in Chile, it's uh, still Merlot, but it has a different flavor because that's where it grows, flavor profile. So it would be the same with the Armenian There's Merlots. There's no question yeah. about that, that the cab, mm-hmm. which is a California cutting uh, uh, in the Aravnatsur village, mm-hmm. uh, about 5,000 feet elevation mm-hmm. uh, in the ground, uh, which is Armenian ground. Yeah. So all the history is there and <laughs> all the... Uh, whatever it evokes, yeah. uh, that vine is not going to produce the same cab. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. that's the idea of the terroir. It's yeah. going to be something else. Something else. So it is so interesting as to what will be revealed mm-hmm. at the end. Okay. And uh, it's a, it's an Armenian cab. It's a, of course, so, yeah. Which would be different. Yeah. And I wonder uh, how uh, a French grape. Uh, will transform in Armenia. I don't want to... French grape that has traveled, that is... All over from, the world. Yeah, all over the yeah. world and yeah. came from California, exactly. is going to do in um, Armenia. For instance, in Lebanon, mm-hmm. uh, they don't. They have indigenous grape. They have the Obeda, which is a French... Uh, I'm sorry, which is a white grape. But you, the most of the reds are not indigenous. So yeah. they do exclusively yeah. uh, European varieties. European. But it tastes very different. For instance, in yeah. Lebanon, they, they blend mm-hmm. Cab and Syrah. Uh, you don't see that very much. Uh, and usually it's no, 50, not in 50. the yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you won't see it in France. 
yeah, so, maybe south of France now they do some funny things. Maybe and, they're doing uh, some yeah. kind of possible. So, yeah. so it, you know, it's yeah. still going yeah, to be uh, very regional, yeah. uh, whatever the grape is. But the elevation of RNA yeah, I can't wait to uh, now. an <laughs> international level mm-hmm. is, a, is a fantastic story, really. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, and as you know, they found uh, the cave. Let me say a few words about the yeah. label, too. Oh, the la- uh, yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let, me, let me have it closer so I can look while you are telling the, about the label. So, I so can. this okay. is the RNA. Uh, we call this the RNA and this the Sarpina. Both of them are RNA. Okay, RNA. Yeah. But as uh, far as uh, the first label that yeah we're going so to the taste first label. this. So uh, you know they found this RNA one cave. Yes. Uh, near Noravank, which yeah. is almost almost a stone's throw away from our vineyard. Yeah. And uh, there they found evidence that uh, in that region they were making wine. 6,100 years ago. Yes. And in that cave, they also found a lot of artifacts, uh, including uh, an amphora uh, where uh, they had find, find, uh, found residues uh, of, of grapes. Grape seeds, in the amphora. Uh-huh. And uh, you see those lines and the dots uh, there on the label. Yes. On that amphora, there was a hand design all over it, around mm-hmm. it, with the lines and those dots, which oh, probably signify uh, grapes or maybe seeds and vines. Mm-hmm. In any event, uh, that design is inspired from that RNA cave. Uh-huh. Uh, it's beautiful. Experience. So uh, the designer is a local Armenian designer, David okay. Hagopian of Madid. We, we try to do everything locally. Local. Although this uh, was printed here. Uh, because the printing mm-hmm. uh, was not uh, the way we wanted it to be. I see. So we printed, we took it there. Hopefully we'll do the printing in Armenia too as they're getting For more advanced uh, as far as the printing uh, houses are concerned. Uh, it's Although it's very challenging mm-hmm. in terms of finding material and all of that and yeah. the posts and uh, all of that, uh, still we do our utmost to do everything locally. Locally. And that's very important for what us. What about the bottles? And the bottles are not locally. Okay. Yet. Although so. they make bottles in Armenia, still I think there's some room for improvement. For, um, yeah. This is Saver glass. It comes from uh, France, uh-huh. uh, the bottles. So uh, the, the content is uh, Armenian. The design is Armenian. The spirit is Armenian. Spirit. Uh, I mean, Paul Hobbs uh, now in Armenia, you think he's an expat. Uh, <laughs> he's so uh, familiar with Armenia. He's been there over 10, 15 times. That's so. wonderful. I mean, this is uh, um, a little bit of the subject, but um, my experience when I worked in Napa Valley, meeting the winemakers, uh, the winery owners, the, they are so welcoming and they have the sense of camaraderie and of helping each other. Definitely. Uh, they all share the information. They all share the knowledge. They um, they are there for each other's success. It's the and that's most, how it started. Yeah, I think that's the spirit of yeah. winemaking, to be honest. And I have a yeah. uh, story which stayed with me, not, not in a positive way, but... Uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Here we go. To the story. And what happened? So uh, the first time I went, we went there with Paul. Uh, we also visited the existing wineries there, and uh, I drank a white wine. We drank a white wine at the winery, and the owner was there. Okay. And he, it was a blend, and uh, I immediately after I drank, I said, "What are what are the grapes?" Yeah. Uh, as you do in Napa or anywhere else. He said, I cannot tell you. It's a secret. It's oh, a secret oh, the winemaker, the yeah. Winemaker yeah. yeah. So that kind of uh, was, I was surprised as to why they would say that. Coming back to what you said about Napa. Was it your openness. first time in Armenia? No, back was, in the... it was the first time for Paul. Oh, it was first time for Paul, yeah. Yeah, it is... Um, mm, I'm sure that's changing, and um, it's completely changing. It's completely changing. Yeah, that's yes. that's so that's so great to see. 
Well, the wine is absolutely amazing. I can totally uh, taste the Arini varietal. Um, some technical questions, which are, is does this wine, did it go through a malolactic fermentation? Yes, of course. It does. Uh, um, the, so. red, the red does. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it has no oak. This mm-hmm. has no oak. Uh, it's been uh, in the tanks for about... Uh, stainless or... Stainless for uh-huh. 13 months. 13 months and then directly bottled. Okay. Uh, so no concrete, no, uh, no, no, no goddess, no, no, no just, stainless, just steel. stainless steel. Yes. This is, it's, it's very, um, it has, it has an absolutely great, uh, aroma, like, uh, um, but it also has a good body. Sometimes arani can come a little bit thin and a little bit more acidic, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It depends, you know, what you are eating, what you are drinking, but the wine is... Very full body. Uh, the malolactic fermentation, it gives this creaminess to it. Yes. Um, so I like it. You know, it's <laughs> I'm glad you do. I, uh, I have to agree with you. Uh, you know, when, when I was drinking Arani 10 years ago in Armenia, mm-hmm. it was very different than what it is today. And today you have producers who are doing an excellent job. Yeah. And and as you say, that collegiality, as it, as it gets more fortified, it can only improve the quality further as we learn from each other. Each other, yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's a cultural shift, uh, or maybe that's something that we really need to, need to focus on. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, this has, you know, we have this... Uh, in, in in a lot of restaurants here, and uh, we have in Armenian restaurants or non-Armenian restaurants. Oh, how Our wonderful! Program is uh, well in Armenian. We have it in one place with my friend uh, Phoenicia. Okay. Uh, Ara has some, but uh, you know, Spago carries our white. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Fate and Flower, Seventy One Above. Uh, Boa Steakhouse. 71 above has an Armenian chef. Yes. Doesn't it? The yeah, chef okay. is Armenian and the yeah. owner is Armenian. We okay. did our launch there. I think uh, we are diverging from yeah, the subject, but okay. it's okay. It's, it's, okay. it's all part of the Gwen subject. Gwen has yeah. it, which is Curtis Stone's uh, yeah. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a steakhouse, and they have this one. Uh, the so, sommelier was a friend, uh, Fahara. What is the retail it. on this wine? What is the retail price? I hope I don't make a mistake, but I think, uh, uh, no, this is about 32. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is, is a very... Thir- 32, uh, which is 32, which might be considered high in Armenia, uh, but we have, a, we have the same price point mm-hmm. here and in Armenia. And um, the alcohol level is compared to... It's high. It's not. It's it's twelve, isn't it? It's twelve. It's twelve point eight percent. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very two thousand fifteen. has a, higher alcohol. Yeah. The sarpina uh, is a little. Do you? Um, is this all um, hand harvested? Yes. And then hand sorted. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so uh, sarpina much more exclusive. Yeah. Uh, much more. Uh, picked a special uh, grapes from a special area of the mm-hmm. vineyard, the one, the next one that will taste. Well, I love the wine. It has, like, it's beautifully showcasing the Arani varietal uh, in a different style. I mean, I have tried um, Arani. a different style. Yeah. Well, what you're, I think that what you're uh, sensing there is uh, also Paul's touch. I think so, yes. yeah. It so. reminds, it's almost, I think, the, um, I don't know, um, when uh, I, I sense some woodsiness, which might be coming from the, um, from the, from the stems. Is there any well, stem during uh, the fermentation? Oh, yeah, there's a long period of maceration. With stems? Uh, some? Some. Some, no, not yeah. Not too much, not too much. There's so, no wood. Yeah, exactly. But because yeah. of that, it gives the perception of some oak or woodsiness Long to it. Which is, yeah, which also might give that feel. 
Is it, uh, um, anyways, I don't want to go too technical because then definitely maybe some of the listeners would be bored, but um, I can say that. You want to compare? Beautiful, absolutely. Beautiful wine, hands down, would be great with. Uh, um, it's a great. It's a great food wine. It's it's very good uh, food yeah. wine. It has a beautiful acidity that will like contract. Not just yes. that, that. That's good. And then, what would you pair it with? What would you pair this? This one, with? I would pair it with a uh, nice piece of steak. Okay, could uh, it this go even lighter with something like a chicken in a red sauce? It can. But mm-hmm. I think that the sarpina would be better with pork and that kind of oh, preparation. Okay. In my imagination, although mm-hmm. I haven't tried, because you need to also think of how this would pair with Armenian food. Absolutely, I, yeah. I think of, uh, and I might be completely off because mm-hmm. I haven't tried. I have to cook it yeah. and then try it. Uh, cabbage dolma. Cabbage dolma, if you add in some tomato with meat, with meat and with then meat, some tomatoes, meat, some paste. tomato, yeah. uh, a little uh, mint maybe. Okay, let me try it then. Uh, then I think I will. it would be very... Th- this one or sarpina, which one? Uh, I think both. Both. I think yeah. both, if you ask me. I mean, okay. this one Red. also with, uh, what's the... This one. This one has oak. This one has some French this oak. This one has oak. Yeah, yes. French oak, American French oak. French oak, yeah. So this has French oak, second u- use. Yeah, you can, the oak is very, mm-hmm. it's a different wine. But it com- it's it's a very nice combination. It's and then again, maybe like all the technical questions, I need to um, wait till the late, but another beautiful wine. Yes, much more. This one, the first one that we tried is very it's, there's more so full bad. body. This one is more refined, a little bit more elegant, and it can, yes, it, it can go with some more elegant dishes, but absolutely can go with a steak, too. I would, uh, it would go with steak, it would go with pork. I mm-hmm. would drink this with salmon. With That's salmon? It. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can, I, I can totally I, see can that. You, yeah. Can yeah. you imagine yeah. that? Yeah. 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 And the... Uh, no, without lemon, just just different maybe kind of spices, maybe yes. grilled on the fire. Yes. yes. Would be beautiful. Lamb. Yeah. Lamb would be absolutely both both would be. And especially both. this yeah, second one would be good with lamb and And um, you <coughs> in Armenia they make a lamb dish, what is it? Uh, hashlama. hashlama. Hashlama would be beautiful yeah. because of the tomatoes, yes. because of the meat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well there is this and thing. Dolmama does an amazing hashlama. I haven't and, been to Armenia for like our, eight, ten years. Wine and yeah, it's a great pairing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, there, there's the saying. You I'm sure been you. To Dolmama? I have, I have been before I left. It's one of the. But best. I don't remember. It's, it's yeah, like Jirai yeah, is the yes. owner. Jirai does an amazing job at Dolmama. Um, so well, yeah. I mean, they say what grows together goes together yes. so there's got to be like if this is the indigenous varietal there's got to be some indigenous um, I mean, uh, grapes you can I mean with the tomato I mean it's crazy uh, the possibilities I mean okra bamia uh, for those who love it, it. Yeah. okra it can be tricky yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it might I love be, it I know a lot of people who in so, Armenian preparation so how many um, uh how many countries do you have the wine in? Or I know that it's in United States. And then have you uh, had the Armenians of uh, non-Armenia try the wine? And uh, I mean, how, how how aware people are of the label? What I'm trying to how get what? into? How aware? How much people you know, know about you? Uh, I mean, and where they, are you? Let me uh, let Which me countries? frame it in a way. As far as countries, our production is pretty tiny at this yeah. point. So we made a total of 15,000 bottles for the 2014 vintage. Mm-hmm. That's including the white and the two reds. Okay. Okay, which isn't yeah. a, a big uh, quantity. Yeah. So, And the 2014, we left half of it in Armenia for local consumption. Okay. And we brought half of it to the United States uh-huh. uh, at Paul's Winery from okay. where it's... Uh, Oh, it, so they have it in uh, Sonoma? It's on the website. You uh-huh. can order directly as oh, well in fun. California. Yeah. It's on their website. And then 
uh, our distributor is Chambers, and then Chambers distributes mm-hmm. it here in okay. uh, Southern California. So half of it mm-hmm. uh, was here. Next year, we're bringing more to the U.S. because okay. the demand was so good. Uh, the reaction, uh, uh, they know us now mm-hmm. in, in uh, sommelier circles as well as restaurants. Our focus is that. Okay. Our focus is not supermarkets. We're, we're never going to yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. to be that. But yeah. uh, we are on uh, wine lists. Uh, and uh, because of the uh, quantity, we're only in, the, in Armenia and U.S. at this point. Okay. And, and in the United States, we're primarily in Los Angeles, uh, Chicago, a couple of places in D.C., Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, and then there's Ma- Massachusetts. No, not Massachusetts, but uh, we. I one person in Oklahoma has it as well. So it turns oh, out. Oh, in Oklahoma, yeah. It turns out that Texas would be a great market. Uh, Texas as yeah. well. I think we have we have a distribution in Texas. Oh my gosh, the wines have amazing aroma. Now, you know what? And and these wines, not only ours are any, Mm -hmm. it needs a lot of time to to breathe. To breathe, yes. It's so important. It transforms radically. So I I hope you can just uh, keep these glasses in the next hour (laughs) and you drink a little. uh, Yeah, I don't think I can do that. You will see how it transforms. (laughs) I will do it at home. Yeah. A lot of times I detect uh, some of the aranis are made in a style that um, showcases a lot of black pepper. Aranis always have black pepper. I don't you detect don't it, it as strong. It's not, not as strong, strong it's, but it's, but it's there. Yeah, yes. It's there, but it's not the first thing. Now, in this first one, uh, it's more like uh, uh, more fruit forward. It is. I detect a lot of like... Um, there is a little... Uh, Feeling of new world, although yeah. it's not really new world. Yeah, but it's, it's fruit forward as uh, you know. I think that's the style. It's, yeah, there's a California-ish yeah. style, yeah. and it shows the absolutely beautiful winemakers. Um, let me see. I had a few more questions that I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, so, so a, a way that the listeners can find your wines is through the website of through the website Paul Selections, uh, Paul Hobbs Selections. Uh, that's for direct order. Okay, because then they can ship anywhere, right? Because we have listeners from all over the United States. Yeah, I don't know what the legal uh, rules are in terms of shipping, but I think the winery can ship. Mm-hmm. So that's one area, and then here. We have in some retail stores, again, as I said, it's sold out. Yeah. But in Los Angeles, we have at Mission Liquor. Uh, we have at Wally's. Wally's, uh, yeah. On the west side, carries yep. the Sarpina. Yeah. Uh, we have the um, here Top Line okay. uh, wine. Remedy has it. Okay. Uh, Mission is sold out. Remedy has it. Wally's has some. Uh, we There's another... Uh, one in Beverly Hills on Robertson. The name escapes me. The second Wallis? No, they have two no, Wallis. Not, no, not the. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, the the point is that that people in Los Angeles they can find it easily. Yes. People who live outside, I mean, or yeah, Los Angeles. People live who in California or uh, in United States, uh, in the other states, go on the website of Paul Hobbs or go to a nice restaurant and have it so uh, in Chicago. It's oh, in Chicago. the top four or five top restaurants in Chicago carry it. Yeah. San Francisco, uh, Petit Crane, uh, a lot of nice restaurants in San Francisco carry it. Uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's so nice. It's the, and, the, the, and that's why, because they drink it. They mm-hmm. can't believe how good it is. Yeah. Uh, the story behind it. Yeah. A grape that the sommeliers did not know. Uh, before this, and and therefore all the excitement that goes with it. Yeah, yeah. So well, thank you for sharing really it. It's yeah. That. It's 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 a very interesting grape. It's a very interesting story. It's great to see that there is such a uh, good quality coming out from Armenia. And even though the reason that I was asking among the Armenian um, uh, population how many drink this wine because. 
there's a perception that we had a while ago that the Armenian wine wasn't good, so most of the Armenians tend to buy non-Armenian wines. Yes. I have done few wine tastings where I showcased a whole line of Armenian wine, and people ask me, uh, where they can purchase it, how much they're amazed by the flavor. Yes. And I still get messages, uh, them thanking me for referring me to that wine. So if we can um, also introduce <coughs> it me. within the Armenian uh, population who doesn't live in Armenia and who doesn't know, that would be great because then they can share our, exactly. the story of your wine with um, uh, their friends and family who are non-Armenian. I mean, let, me, let me tell you, really, the, the sommeliers and really the avant-garde, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word young, but the avant-garde energetic sommeliers taste this. Yeah. And they're so excited. And they Absolutely. have become, yeah. over time, I have seen a few of them become ambassadors mm -hmm. of uh, this variety. Of the varietal. So, yeah. That's, that's exactly like you... Um, there's so many great wineries, historic wineries. There's great um, uh, varietals that become a trend. They come and go. Mm -hmm. But people always want more, especially with the new millennials, uh, new generation. Exactly. They, they don't want just a wine. They want a story. They want a history. They want all the political background. They want everything because it's, the, the wine is not just like an alcoholic beverage just to drink and in, it's and so in much some more. ways, all of that is in the juice itself. Yeah. It finds itself there. I mean, I, I made a comment about, you know, the existential dimension to yeah. all of this project. But it's really in the wine as well. It yeah. somehow comes together. It's kind of mysterious. You don't know exactly why. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a dimension that... Uh, you're aware of, but you cannot really articulate. Okay. It's almost like the grandma uh -huh. who throws in these spices as the food is cooking and you eat it. Uh -huh. It's amazing. Uh -huh. You cannot explain why it is and you cannot duplicate and you it. Cannot, yeah, but that's it's what just I was there. Say, yeah. And this is, uh, this is similar in that sense. Absolutely similar. Well, I mean, I, I can talk to you forever. We can drink the wine, talk the details and stuff, but uh, is there, I mean, I, I was going to ask you what's the goal of the winery. Um, where do you see uh, the Jacobian and Hobbes label going? And then we can maybe conclude yeah, our show sure. with that. You know, uh, first, um, like for me, it's been amazing that uh, Paul, Paul Hobbes uh, came to Armenia. Mm -hmm. And he came there not as a consultant. You know, he's a consultant, as you know. And he said to me and my brother after he uh, saw Armenia, uh, realized the challenges which were much more than his experience in Argentina. Oh, yeah. Uh, but still, he said, you know what? This is, I'm not going to consult here. We can, we'll be partners. And for me, that was very moving because knowing who Paul is, mm -hmm. uh, his, his presence there, it's really transformative for Armenia as well. And there are other individuals who are there as well and doing the same thing, such yeah. as Michel Roland okay. uh, with Caras. I think uh, Antonini is involved somehow. With, with Zora. With, with Zora. Yes. But Paul is hands-on. He's yeah. there. Uh, so he's, he's, just, he's not just tasting it, but yeah. he's in the vineyard. Okay. Every year he's in the vineyard. That yeah. vineyard is designed with his instructions. So that's very exciting. Uh, in the next uh, four years, uh, we will increase this production to about 150,000 bottles. So we can uh, have more of the white? So Definitely. it's not just you having by yourself Listen, at the, in the dinner? No, in 2015 <laughs> and 16 vintages, we don't have a white because oh. it wasn't up to the quality that we wanted. Okay. So we That's said... That's good to hear. We yeah. said we're not going to market that. But in 2017, we have a white, and then hopefully it will continue. And as we use our own fruits, where we have total control of the vineyard, where everything starts, you're going to see much more excitement okay well i wish you all the best i'm super excited to um to see this label to talk to you my love to napa valley is uh, tremendous my hands-on experience was in there with kent rasmussen so i have a special yeah. love to the region 
and to the wines I and have of done course that. I have done that too I have yeah. picked and I have vinified so isn't that it's amazing a, it's the most amazing thing and then you know being Armenian so it's like two things combined together wish you great success just a small plug in um, Yakubian and Hobbes is going to be at the Armenian Wine Festival right we want you to be there. <laughs> we want to be there. We're, we're planning to be. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to work out some of the logistics. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to us being there. Yeah. yeah. So Armenian and that's wine... that's a great thing that you guys are doing, and I wish you the best of luck with that. I think, you know, what Stepan is trying to do, and Stepan is usually a pioneer in these things. He which absolutely is, wonderful. is. Yeah. And he has taken on this project, and I'm... Um, um, going to wish you all the best and we will support it in any way we can. So hopefully June 10th is going to be the uh, Guinea Fest, the first ever Armenian wine festival held in Los Angeles. And we're going to have the wines and wineries represented from Armenia here, wine classes, which are going to be taught by me. And we're going to have a cognac and brandy class, which is going to be taught by a certified uh, cognac specialist, Irina. So, um, Thank you so much, Mr. Yakubian. You're welcome. It was my absolute pleasure I to talk to you. I don't know Mr. Yakubian, but I'm Viken, <laughs> and okay. you're welcome. All right. Thank you, Viken. So um, we'll catch you next time. Hope you enjoyed our episode. Okay. What a fun interview that was with Anders. I enjoyed it. You know, I do too. It's so relaxing. Yeah. Me, me sitting back <laughs> and hearing Anush give an interview too. It's yeah. uh, it's really I, I'm telling you, it calms me down you, a little. You bit know, well. you know, I'm not 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 a big wine guy, but yeah. every time I listen to these interviews, it makes me wish I was. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I, it's so culture stuff. Yeah, you know? it sounds like like I really should get into it. And because of Anush, I got to tell you, I just been buying red wine left and right. Mm. Oh, I, I I hate to say just red wine, but you know what? That's what I like to drink. But yeah. now since I've had Anush on these shows and she's part of the show, I feel like you know what? I'm just buying wine. I love wine now. A bit more cultured, yes. Yes, I am. And thank you so much, Anush. That was a great, great interview. And my friends, uh, that's going to do our show for this week. But before we say goodbye, keep shopping on Amazon. Keep shopping through ArmeniaProud.com. You go through ArmeniaProud.com on your right-hand side. You'll see Amazon. Click on Amazon and shop away. You won't even see my face. You won't see Anush or whatever you're buying. You're on your own. And then uh, we get a little love back. That's what we're, That's how it keeps the light on here. All right, Brian? Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, from uh, Brian, Jano, Anush, we're out of here. Take care. Genatsit Kishe Party, my friends. Tune in next week for another episode of A Toast to Armenia with Jano Kabinjian. Find the show online at armeniaproud.com. And subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation at Facebook.com slash Armenia Proud or Twitter at Armenia Proud. Get all of our podcasts now at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.